Here's another interesting fact about how the brain processes information. Taken from www.streetdirectory.com There are four different ways that audience members assimilate information. They are visual, auditory, auditory digital, and kinesthetic. Hello, hi. Hi, Dr. Aziza. Yes, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. With the palindrome name. I see that your name is a palindrome. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. I am a palindrome. My name is a palindrome. A-Z-E-E-Z-A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I actually didn't realize that that name was a palindrome before. So, like, yeah. you're, uh, you're, you're doing okay? Yes, I'm good. My, I'm just having a, a bit of a, talking a lot. So I'm having a bit of a sore throat. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, yeah. my co-host is here. So let me just introduce myself and the show. My name is Ralph from Palindrome. And uh, this show is called Let's Talk About the Future of Blogs for Businesses. And we feature, uh, you know, brands and businesses and how they use their blogs um, as part of their businesses. Uh, this is my co-host, Khalid. He's also from Palindrome. Khalid, can you say hi? Hi, doctor. Hi, hi, Mr. Khalid and Mr. Ralph. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be part of your amazing show. Cool, awesome. So let's get started with a little bit about uh, yourself and what you do. Okay, my organization, I'm the founder and chief mentor of uh, Our Shine Go Global Limited. And we have a business vertical called Go Global Business School. So primarily, we are a management consulting company that works on supporting businesses to go grow global with global entrepreneurship education, quality business connections, and value-added funding. So that's what we are. And I have been in this journey as a, from a homemaker. In 2002, I ventured into training as a business, and not right now we're a company that is uh, planned for listing in, uh, in the near future, in the next two years. Yes. Oh, well done. So 2002, oh, so you've been uh, doing this for nearly two decades now, yeah? 20 years. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Wow, congrats. My company has been structured for the listing since the last two years. So our Shine Go Global was, uh, it's a limited company that has uh, been set up in 2018. So we bring in all our network, our business uh, acumen, and our, my, my business team with my business uh, founder and partner, Mr. Ayyapadas Kunut. We, we have founded this company. We have an amazing group of partners and shareholders and associates from all around the world, from U.S. to Mauritius to Singapore, Malaysia, India, and of course, um, Indonesia and China. So you're in the business of building businesses and helping people build businesses, right? Yes, that's right. How, right. how, how are things in Singapore right now with uh, the, the, the business scene? Okay, so <laughs> business scene in Singapore, uh, I feel like there's two groups of people. One that has given up and feel that nothing's going to work for them and they are looking for other avenues to grow. And then there's the other group, of course, that has seen the opportunity to be in the right place at the right time to really explore uh, exponential growth. And, and those who have... Uh, come on board the technology scene and make themselves visible in the last years have already got their mark established right now. Yeah. So, and we just got out of our 
circuit breaker today. So the first phase, so things are moving back. It feels like back to normal, but I don't know how normal this new normal will be. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I think we're going through the same thing over here in Malaysia as well. Um, with the CMCO, I think our uh, our government has um, less uh, loosened up on the regulation a little bit. Like there's a little bit of control still, but I think people are able to move around a little bit more freely and businesses are starting to kind of reopen in a way. Yeah. Yes. In fact, what's challenging uh, right now is for businesses that has not been innovating, not been uh, approach, uh, been embracing technology. Yeah. That is where the many people are struggling. One of the two conversations I had interestingly today was one of with my um, friend who is dealing with a lot of loans. She was saying how they struggle. Many SMEs struggle to get online and get their work done because all these while well, they've been dependent on their PAs and, and sec secretaries to do their work. And everybody's right now like alone and they were supposed to handle a lot of things online and they are kind of lost in it. And the other conversation I had, which was the other positive conversation with uh, one of the heads of the Singapore Stock Exchange, he was talking about how Singapore is really gearing up to be the hub to sure that, you know, growth is sustained and uh, happening for technology sector and the real estate sector from Singapore uh, being listed here. So that's the confidence that's being built right now for, for the market. So you 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 were mentioning that you have a company that's uh, going to get listed. Um, that's one of the companies under sign under uh, under your organization, right? Is it? It's my organization. The company that is going to be help that is helping others. We cannot be. We are not an IPO consultant. We are not a consultant that teaches people how to do it. We are walking the journey ourselves. So that's why we say we earn the right to talk you're, about you're, it. You're getting your accelerator listed. Yes. Oh, uh, yes. Are there listed accelerators? That's like probably the first time I've heard of an accelerator getting listed. So, so the the accelerator getting listed, we, we call ourselves a Go Global Accelerator, but we, you need to have a sustainable, real business model in the accelerator. We're not just investing in others. We have our, our own technology platform oh, that is already in place. And uh, and also that's where the, the, Excel, uh, the, the listing uh, value comes in. Right. Yeah. So maybe to, to get a little bit of context, um, maybe let's back up a little bit. Uh, Yes, let's talk a little bit about because your focus is distributed across across um, three different verticals: the business school, the business acceleration, and business funding. Right. Um, so maybe yes. a little bit about each of these verticals, um, a little bit. Um, okay, sure. The funding, uh, the the business school is the main focus uh, where everybody comes to learn. And primarily focused on transformation learning, as you heard and you said, you you re-emphasized it. I've been in the journey of transformation work in Asia since 2002. We're kind of like the pioneers who have worked with the who's and who, the teachers and trainers of Robert Kiyosaki, Tony Robbins. They're all part of our network. And I've been very blessed to be mentored and coached by them and possibly one of the very few that stands for the con consciousness work in business leaders and collecting them globally to be in one space. So the Go Global Business School is about transformation work, is about inculcating conscious business models, and it's about how to grow a business into a sustained 
bankable business with a clear exit strategy and planning for generational wealth creation. So the Go Global Business School does that. And we work not alone, but also with a group of trainers, coaches, mentors who come in play to work with us. So it's a community that we are building, trainers, coaches, mentors, and business leaders coming together in the Go Global Business School. And for those who come into the school, you know, everybody is talking about education, trainings, as you can see right now, is webinars everywhere. It's always like, what's next? I've attended training, then what? Right? This has always been the conversation. So what we have done is we've taken it next step to see how connections can happen. So when they come in to not just learn, we identify companies that require support. We connect them accordingly, what's needed. We innovate their business to see what else can be added to them based on the resources. And that's where the acceleration happens. And then when you go into acceleration, the most important thing everybody asks for is funding. So this is where the Go Global funding uh, model has come in. And with the funding, we are looking at right now, we have raised our own funds. We also work with PEs and VCs across uh, the world, actually. We work a lot uh, focused on the market right now, India, and in, and in a very short term, uh, focusing on Indonesia as well. But India is our focus right now because just as how China has been growing, many people have not looked at the growth of India. So I, I'm, I think I told you, did I mention to you I'm Chinese educated? So I read and write Chinese. So I've been working with Chinese business people for a while. I saw the gap that people did not leverage on in China. Right now is the time for India. So we are working a lot with Indians across the world and non-Indians who want to venture into India where funds can be generated to be invested in these uh, countries so that more business can happen. So we work on structured investment portfolios. We actually bring people into a structured investment plans where the valuation of the company increases because of funds coming in. Uh, currently, we are raising about $150 million to invest in companies. These are done through not retail investors, but more for the um, high net worth uh, investors like $3 million and more kind of investment. Right. Wow. Um, a lot a lot of things to, to unravel there. Yeah. So right now as it is, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of focus on India and um, most part yeah. of um, you guys focus on structure and evaluation for startups. And I guess maybe what I can take away from that is, um, when it comes to the three different verticals that you guys represent, I guess, would it be wrong to say that it's kind of like a three-step procedure where it's like the business school is probably maybe the considered the initial phase and then it moves on to the business yes. acceleration process where startups actually go through yes. uh, an acceleration, um, kind of like an acceleration training um, course yes. and then and then it moves on to the business funding, which is, I guess, arguably one of the most prominent and crucial startup processes, right? Yes, absolutely. You have said it exactly the way it is. Just a little bit of a highlight is we are not really focusing on startups. When you say startups, we are, and, and let me just define a startup. We work with startups if they are companies that already have had their own business expertise. So we're not looking for new companies as like the, every, the entrepreneurship is new. We don't work with those people. We work with mature companies or mature businesses, business leaders who are starting new ventures. We, we work on that space. Ah, right. Okay. All right. Sure. Um, okay. Um, so, yeah. Okay. All right. That's that's fine. So, basically, um, let's talk a little bit about the... Uh, sorry. Can you guys hear me? I, 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 
Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay. Last last episode we had a little bit of audio problem, so I'm I'm a little paranoid right now. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. Moving on. So right now we're in the deep end of the of the pandemic, and and the pandemic has kind of stifled a lot of business growth across all sectors across Southeast Asia and the rest of the world. And I think business support. Um, is a crucial aspect at the moment, especially because people are kind of fearful of the future and the economy. We talked about this a little bit in the um, the previous episode of our show. So I guess you touched the base yeah. a little bit on mentorship, but maybe um, we can elaborate a little deeply on how mentorship kind of fits in as a piece of that of that puzzle. Maybe what aspects could could mentors be able to help guide businesses in, especially particularly the SMEs. Yes, uh, because if you notice right now, and I have been speaking on this kind of even yesterday when we did a part, uh, when we did FB Live, we talked about this. It's whatever the situation, pandemic or no pandemic, we're just giving reason pandemic as a downfall for whatever comp- that's happening to a company. And I'm sorry, and this may come out like really blunt. And my heart goes out to those people who are affected in their business right now. It is actually a wake up call, and to realize that. This is the time to look at if something has gone wrong or has not been working, it is just surface. That's all. It's just a reason to recognize and realize the reality and the fact of the matter. So it is for us to accept it, number one, that this has not been working and not about beating ourselves around it. And then taking forth the journey with new innovative creativity, new business model innovations. This is where it's required. So based on this, with the clarity and the tenacity and the resilience that a business leader can come in with. As a mentor, the consultants and mentors coming on board, especially those who are working with us right now, and we are looking for more of them to join hands, is to really address this part of growth for business, getting leadership grown, getting conscious to become aware what is not working in our business and in our leadership is a core to every change that we can make and every improvement that we can do in business so and in life. So this is where we want uh, mentors and trainers who are coming together with us to really embrace this. And, uh, and that's where the, the whole dynamic shifts. So not just businesses shifting, even the training, coaching, mentoring industry needs to shift to support the growth and the evolution that's happening right now in the world. The world is moving so fast. And, you know, what we saw yesterday is no longer relevant today. So how much of technology is being engaged is is something. And, uh, yeah, that's where it brings to the point that you were talking about, uh, you know, the podcast, uh, sorry, the blogs and everything. I was just going back to my blogs and I was looking at it. When did I first start a blog? (laughs) Right, right. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, I think I agree with 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 all of that right like building a foundation basically um it really boils down to building that foundation for the for the future of of business sustainability that comprises creativity and innovation as well as conscious leadership right and yeah and and there's a big shift in many different industries right now as you said right many different Yes. Many different uh, uh, verticals, many different sectors, including the training and coaching sector as well. So it's so definitely the yes. Go Global Business School. That's so, 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 so I assume there's a lot of the educating, the education factor right, going on, right? Like, yes. 
we are actually standing for not just the growth of business leaders. We want to see the growth of the training, coaching, mentoring industry to a whole new level. Where if you see right now, if you want to bring yourself to some awareness, there were a group of these trainers, coaches, literally flying around conducting workshops. Suddenly, the, everything got cancelled overnight. Do you relate to me yes. when I say this? Suddenly, everybody went out of job because they were all self-employed more. They didn't create a business structure around them. And this is when, uh, you know, when, when we spoke to many of them last two years, talking to them about getting online, getting equipped with the uh, clarity of getting an online platform created, it was a huge resistance, especially from people from Singapore and Malaysia. I'm, I'm, I'm for Singapore and Malaysia. Okay? I've been traveling to Malaysia since 2002. So I know for a fact that how much of them resisted online and they were too busy doing their offline work. So it hit them hard on their face when this showed up. And what we are saying is it's not about changing model of delivery. It's not about going from offline to online. It is about the business model that you're having. And that's where our Go Global Business School, we are nurturing a powerful group of trainers, coaches, mentors, highly affluent, who are looking at businesses in the industry, in the training industry, which is a trillion dollar industry. They are, they, they have, we have not fully maximized it. And so we are nurturing a group of them to be powerful in their business so that it create a legacy online and offline as well as so that they get empowered to serve the business community at a whole new, whole new level. We're running free courses, by the way, where we are in the mission right now to reach 100,000 trainers, coaches, mentors, to really, and also professionals, experts in the training industry and co corporate trainers, right, to really learn this skill. We're offering a free uh, online session where they come in and they listen to the online uh, workshop to really embrace the, the, the areas of improvement as a business instead of being a part-time, pastime way of doing it. Ah, right. So there, there's a free online workshop going on. But do you mind maybe talking, um, maybe um, stating the dates and the, the timing? for our Okay, it's online that's already recorded. So we, we also walk the talk of uh, really leveraging on having that. It is going on. Uh, you can sign in to the goglobal.com. Go, sorry, globalsparks.com slash goglobal. You can go in there and you can avail the free uh, workshop that's available there. It's, it's a, a recorded one. And we have many other programs that's running for free and FB Lives that's running for free that reaches out to the training industry and the coaching industry to really empower them on this journey. Right. Okay. So for our listeners... Yeah, so that being said, while building the, the existing people, we are also looking at the youth community where career path is being created for them using this. So those days we talk about children becoming a teacher or a, tra or a doctor or a, or a lawyer, and that's how we are always grown to make us ambition that we have given. Now we are also, uh, we want everybody to inculcate becoming a professional mentor or a professional speaker or a trainer as a career and how we can groom them. So we are coming into that space also of encouraging the next generation to work on this as a, as a business, as a career path for them. So we are guiding them on that also on, on this. Okay. All right. So you, okay. you focus efforts that are kind of directed more towards mentorship and training and entrepreneurship, right? All right. Yes. Cool. Um, so, Hello, doctor?
Um, I think she got cut off. She 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 okay. should yeah. be coming back soon. She'll probably be coming back soon. Just hang on. Uh, is my audio okay? everything okay on your side? Well, um, I think the audio on your side. Sorry, uh, I think you lost me. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. So, um, uh, Khalid, can you say something? Khalid, hello. Speaking. Can you hear me? Yeah. Doctor yeah. uh, Aziza. Yes. Can you say something? Yes, I can. Yeah. Okay. 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 All good. All good. <laughs> so, yeah, you were saying um, about uh, you, you, you were talking about your Facebook live sessions or you, oh, about um, uh, getting people into the mindset of, you know, I want to grow up to be a professional trainer, a professional mentor, right? That's right. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think that that is a def- that is definitely a good addition to all of the other offerings that you have. Yeah, you know, like uh, Asian parents uh, want their kids to be either doctors, lawyers, right, engineers. <laughs> yeah. I still remember when I tell my family, you know, especially because my my parents come from India, I tell them that I'm doing. And I first traveled to India. Nobody was like you te- you talk and people pay you money for teaching them and giving them advice. It's like, why would they do that? I give it for free. I'm like, okay, this is not bad. <laughs> so people don't relate to it as a business and they cannot see the possibility of it as a career. Yeah. What are you a doctor of, actually, if you don't mind me asking? Okay. My doctorate is an honorary doctorate. I got it in, uh, in, uh, through a university, university that was, uh, is registered with the United Nations as under the education mm-hmm. and peace segment. And we, I got the doctorate for entrepreneurship, global entrepreneurship ecosystem, specialization in business networking. So oh, wow. Specialist in business so networking. A doctor of business, a doctor of entrepreneurship, right? And business networking. Yeah, specialization in business networking, connections, how I bring people together. I've done theses on that. I've written a book called Shining Red Dot Book, where I literally brought mm. together 30 different business leaders from across the world where people can connect and do business with them. Right, right, right. Very, very impressive. Thank you. So, uh, I guess moving on, um, Go Global has pretty, um, a pretty strong focus on the, the concept of globalization, yes. right? Would it be safe to say that um, globalization is a prominent business opportunity in this time of crisis? Would it be a good idea to expand um, a businesses, services, and product offerings across, um, you know, different international and domestic markets right now? Or are there other factors in play? Are there current challenges that present much of a risk at the moment? Yeah. So, you know, if you ask me that question, I have to ask you a question back. Is Amazon, has Amazon stopped business? <laughs> Touche. Right, right. So this is, this is when we talk about globalization, those were the days. And two years ago, when I, when I coined the Go Global, we talked about going global, but go online first. So if you have not created an online presence, there's no, no, no reason for you to go global. Because if you have you want to go global, you're going to carry your bag, then one of these situations happen and you can't go out of the country, your business is done. So going global, people mistake it as something that requires a lot of other stuff happening for you. Going global is going online first to create a powerful online presence 
and their visibility online and with the creativity right now for those who are affected in the in the in the space of whatever that's happened to their business their creativity should come in and it's not just selling products online like amazon and just mention to you because about them as doing a business but it's not about us just going there and selling our products on amazon that's one of the avenue but really getting creative with our current business with our current database what do they need and what kind of service can be provided if you know what happened during uh, the uh, Louis Vuitton what they did did you know about that um not too sure they actually converted the manufacturing plant to if i'm not wrong sanitization no louis vuitton did i think mask and then they went into sanitize sanitizers so they just ah, they just right. shifted all that the perfume guys whoever they were doing they just shifted to sanitizers to sanitizers so how fast a company can adapt and grow that is the game right now how how much are we going to sit down and lament how much we're going to lose if you are able to, that's where the conscious tenacity and resilience of a business leader needs to step up like people think i'm crazy some of my partners i mean uh, local businesses in singapore when we talk to them i'm sorry i have to mention singapore i'm like i'm really sad that i have to talk about them uh, they said that let everything calm down first let everything come back to normal and then we'll talk about our business i'm like people would have died by then if you don't speak up and get people to move where this is a time that people need that energy that strength that support to feel and to make themselves feel that it's okay it's all right let's do it again or let's do it you know some other way so this is the time support is needed for the entrepreneurs and we need to step up to that game if not people will just fall apart and the economy just dies off like that all right yeah definitely and i think it's pretty true what they say about how um opportunities always present themselves in times of crisis right like um i was just watching a little video um with uh Patrick Seth Godin the other day and he was talking about how all of the um, the greatest companies and businesses that you see now at the top of the top yes. um they all were born in times of crisis like during recessions during um all of these yeah, like Apple, dive- Apple also was uh, came about during a recession apparently right yes 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 and if you know in chinese we say weity every uh, weity is actually everything that is you looks like a danger or a crisis is actually an opportunity so that's why mm. chinese people stepping out really big because they grew up feeling that crisis is opportunity crisis so they always think they rewire the mind is rewired to think that way already a uh, wired or rather wired to think that way so we need to rewire our mind to think that every crisis presents an opportunity and what is it that we can give value to to make best out of it yeah sorry do do, do you hear that can you hear that is it really loud Uh, I can hear you. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, can, can you hear the background? Because they are fumigating uh, in the background, so I don't know if it's uh, disrupting oh, no. the. No, it's okay, no. right? No, it's okay. Yes. Okay. 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 Yeah. Carry on. Yeah, I find it pretty interesting that, um, like you mentioned, uh, Louis Vuitton kind of pivoting and trying to survive in the market by kind of creating sanitizers and and uh, I. I I was just reading about um small coffee businesses that use their ovens to actually heat plastic to a point where they can actually create um they can build glass yeah. not glass sorry uh, masks yeah. right and sell them to hospitals so yeah. it really is about 
being innovative. So I, and I guess with that... I will tell you what happened to my company uh, recently, which is, uh, you know, I travel to India like almost every month. We have, off, uh, we have our office in um, Bangalore and we travel a lot to Mumbai. And uh, we were supposed to launch a program called Dynamic Subcapital Mechanism and in June. Sorry, uh, yeah, in June. And what we did when this showed up and we were supposed to have an offline program in Singapore in Hotel Grand Central, and when we couldn't travel, within two weeks, we prepared everything to happen online. By March 25th, by when everything has closed down, but before March 25th, almost two weeks before March 25th, we started working on an online program that was hosted by Hotel Grand Central. We never took away any partners. So the Hotel Grand Central was involved in Singapore. We had all the Bombay Stock Exchange people. Everything was launched. And we, in the end, created an online series for Dynamics of Capital Mechanism. And in our vision of launching the Capital Mechanism in June, we ended up launching it way before and earlier. And we got the whole series of programs done up in, uh, in six weeks. And just like that, we launched three different... Uh, uh, we, together, all together, we launched three different series. Know Thyself, Trainerpreneurs, and uh, Dynamics of Capital Mechanism. And in within six weeks, we had more than 40 speakers speaking in our platform. So we kind of like really went in and guess what's the result? Just yesterday, I received the news that our globalsparks.com website has got 4.2 million views in the last 90 days. Oh, so, 4.2 million. Yes, so that's the kind of growth that we are seeing happening if you come to the right place at the right time. I mean, it's like the speed and to which you want to take actions with. So this is what, uh, I mean, this is our own version of how we have been growing. And only, after, you know, when everybody was going Facebook Live, we didn't go Facebook Live. We started doing this webinar series, which is now recorded and is there for a lifetime to be marketed and sold. And we have been making money selling them. And at the same time, only after we finished the series, we got, we went into FB Live. Now you'll see our Go Global Business School has a lot of FB Lives going on. On a, We have a Chai series with global leaders. We had one of our Malaysia friends interviewed as well. And then we have uh, the Women Opreneur series. We have a lot of series that's going online right now on F Facebook as well. Right, yeah, I caught a little bit of your chai um, session on your Facebook, the Facebook Live session. Pretty interesting stuff. Um, yeah, but that's really, really inspiring stuff. So I guess in a way, it's, an, it's like a high level of innovation, a high level of adaptability and speed in the heat of the moment yeah. when things go south. Um, it really depends on, on business leaders and business owners like yourself really just taking charge, taking the lead, and then kind of turning things around so that, um, you know, everything doesn't fall apart. So pretty interesting. Do you have any advice uh, to our listeners about how, um, how they can survive and adapt in that same fashion in the heat of the moment? So um, one thing for sure, what I'm telling you and I've been saying is, stepping up the game as a business leader on consciousness and not blaming the government why they're not doing something or the whatever the situation, the pandemic or whatever, or the lockdown is moving away from all of that to take 100% responsibility for what showed up in our life. That's the first thing. The second thing is, as much as I say, uh, we have to live in a reality that some things has showed up and some of our work will not be possible to happen again. 
everything is not going to come back to normal. We have to accept this reality. One of my, I have to give you this example. Yesterday I had a call and somebody told me the hospitality industry, he's having some hotel rooms. He said, yeah, we were waiting for everything to come back to normal so that we can go back to the hotel and start work. I said, like, who's going to come to your hotel right now? Have you, can you wake up your ideas? So the hotel is no longer a hotel. I mean, like, you have to wake up your idea. You're going to go back to the hotel. Nobody's going to show up for the next, like, six months. So what are you going to do? So this is where the innovation needs to step in, and we need to think creative on new normal, new way of handling stuff. Like what I told you, we were supposed to have a program offline. We converted it to online. So how creative can you get your business online? Airbnb started virtual travel that doesn't mean we go out there and create virtual travel. Yes, you can, but that's not always the right thing to do, like just copy somebody. It's what else innovative can, can come in, you can offer online based on our own individual expertise. That is what we need to come in. Other than conscious leadership, stepping up to responsibility is to really, really look at your current business model, your current database of businesses or clients that you have and innovate on your business to see how it can get into an online way to reach more people, to make money. And that's really the, the money machine right now. And we cannot deny that. And we need to look at that very, very seriously. Get out of denial. Right, definitely. Taking responsibility, leading consciously, working creatively, thinking critically, breaking through horizons, and being original. And the worst thing that anybody can do definitely right now is to wait. Yeah. I think waiting. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Great, great. Good advice. Thank you so so um, moving on, um, just want to kind of dial back a little bit where you were talking about how building an online presence first is important yes. before the actual process of globalization. And that's interesting because maybe we can talk a little bit about how content marketing in general fits into the online and social presence building process. Yes. Content marketing referring to, you know, blog posts or videos or content. Yes. Content with, yeah, content from various, various different channels and forms. Yes. Um, and how, how maybe businesses can incorporate innovation and creativity into their content marketing strategies as well. Right. Yes. Uh, so, you know, when you told me about the blogs and everything, as I, when you invited me to speak, I was like, okay, I wrote a lot of blogs and I've been doing a lot of videos. And I was wanted to, I wanted to remember when was it, when was it the first time. So when I went into my blog, I saw that the beginning was in 2007. And, and my first video, and I always tell people that I put myself out shamelessly on video and put online was 2008. And all these contents, when you look at it, they are education, they are adding value to people on the niche to prove the speciality and the expertise you we hold. And, and that becomes a mark to say that, hey, I've done this. I've been interviewed in the local TV channel uh, for creating uh, this training business as a business and working from home. And now everybody's talking about working from home. So all these blogs and videos and expertise, when you have it recorded, it becomes a testimony and a history, a legacy for you to really look back and add value to yourself. This is for personal growth. As for the people listening to it, it is also becomes a testimony for them to know your expertise, to, to know that you are a, you are a real uh, industry leader in doing what you're doing right now and you earn the right to do it. So they will be able to be attracted to the work that you are doing because everybody wants testimony in some shape, size or form. 
and it's not always about other people talking about you the the results talk about it themselves so i i highly encourage like people who are in the business especially if you already been in business for like 5 years or more i think you are you earn the right to do quite a bit of stuff online to talk about what you are good at and and put it out more than uh, blogs i think videos are the in thing and creativity in videos um it will be the best thing to do because uh, it's not just holding up the fa- uh, the camera and doing your headshot there is some level of uh, visibility and appeal appealing factors that involved in doing that so maybe we uh, you know that needs to be learned but you know this is where it is of course the easy way out is to just start with writing and and that's what i did for one of our friends uh he did such a wonderful quote on whatsapp i said hey this thing to go out so i quickly created an article in linkedin and put it out there so that more people can get to read it so this is how we can share knowledge and inspire others so blogs and videos work great sense and also in um, embedding what needs to happen is also sometimes people write these blogs and they leave it hanging without a call for action so you need to be really clear what's your call for action just like right now people running so many webinars online what is the end result you want to achieve is just putting your brand out there then what what is the end result what is the final intention of these webinars that is something that we need to be very clear about same thing for the blogs and video online is not just on youtube channel we can create our own channel to become our own uh, material for even netflix or any other uh, tv channel so those are the areas that people can reach out to using uh, communication online in the social media online to to attract clients and also establish their their exp- expertise online yeah that's my take on it Right, definitely, yeah, completely correct with all of that. And um, we here at Pavindrome as well, we encourage combination of different media forms when it comes to content marketing. Yes. So it is. Um, we we always consider it a good idea for businesses to capitalize and utilize different forms of media, including video, video, writing. All all goes together, right? And, then, and in fact, yeah. that is the—that's what we consider the future of blog. Yes. Like, um, it, it isn't just one or the other, but a, a, a kind of like a plethora all across, uh, using all of these different media forms to create content that's innovative and creative. And I guess maybe one thing that you pointed out as well is consistency. Like you mentioned that you were blogging and creating content in 2008, uh, and I think that's quite ahead of the curve. <laughs> I think maybe. Yeah, yeah, you and Seth Wooden were the only ones probably in <laughs> And I have to say the testimony for that was uh that people were watching my online series on YouTube and because they saw my online series they invited me to speak in other places like in US and all these places and and if not they wouldn't have even have known me right being present online. And that's where it is. So you Right. You get to expand your mind. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I have have you uh, used any like uh, SEO stuff, keywords and stuff like that for specifically for um, your blog on your website or your website web content maybe? Web content I used to and and it used to rank high. So I have not been following up. All this is handled by my team, so I'm not very well versed with all those stuff. So after some time, I handed over it to my team to handle it. So right mm. now, all those stuff is handled by my team. Yeah. 
So do you personally write uh, content for your blog and stuff? So the content uh, right now, uh, up to now, it was like up to quite recently, it was only me. And then I started uh, engaging our social media team to come in. So they work on it with me. But because, you know, the authenticity of some of the details that we share is not like, it's not like someone engaged to do it. I'm sure you relate to that. So some of the thoughts and some of the information that is being shared uh, points will come from me. And then, then there, will, there will be others that like more generic ones, they will do it. So it's a combination. Right, yeah. And I think, yeah, like you pointed out all of the, all of the great key points of, of um, content marketing in general, right? You need to have consistency. It's about education. It's about adding value. And it's about increasing exposure and pushing brand presence um, by adding that value and building authority. And of course, we have to remember to include the call to action. As we mentioned before, the call to action is very important. A lot of a very common mistake for content creators is that they create all of this content and it's kind of, there's no direction. So there's no call, they, they don't include a very clear call to action. So all of that effort gets lost along the way. Definitely um, a lot of great advice. And moving along on the theme of education, I think education is a, definitely a core pillar for um, Go Global, your organization. That's right. And Go Global comprises an inspiring network of trainers, speakers, educators, mentors, all acting as a supporting foundation for many participants. So has, has the pandemic um, maybe reinforced the importance of education for business owners? And are things different now in the way that you interact and educate and reach out to prospects? Yes, 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 yes. It has done two good things for us. Oh, I'm so bad, no? <laughs> I'm saying good things. In fact, uh, one of the best things that happened is it gave business leaders a chance to stop and listen to what has to happen. So it's kind of humbling uh, time for many people and they are willing to stop and listen. That's one thing. And they are willing to learn. That's the, other, uh, the main thing. And the other one is for trainers, coaches and mentors who are really busy running around. They are able to stop and see what else can be done. So it is given a breather for everyone. And that's the goodness that is created for us because when you want to go into a huge vision and business models, you need a whole team to be in place, a, two, a big group to be in place. So right now, because of this, as I mentioned to you, we executed three, a week, uh, three series over uh, six weeks, about 40 over sessions have been run. And it included a whole community of trainers, coaches, mentors from Singapore, Malaysia, almost eight, eight over countries. And all of them showing up in one place and coming together as a community right now to reach out to businesses in Asia. So that has done amazingly uh, possible for us right now. So a lot of spill-off effect is happening from there. So very, very good things for, the, for us to reach out to trainers, coaches, as well as with the business leaders. Yes. All right. All right. Awesome. So uh, I think with that, we've come up to uh, the end of the session. Uh, maybe you could uh, sh like uh, let the li listeners know uh, some of your links. Like it's Shine Go Global, right? Yes. ShineGoGlobal.com is our main website. And I would invite everyone to get your free access to learning. As we said, we are a learning organization. It's available at GlobalSparks.com slash go global 
this is uh, our portal that you will give you free access to learning and keep you, keep you updated with all our programs online. It's globalsparks.com slash go global. Right. That's easy enough to remember, I think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah should, 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 should be easy to remember. I, I, I don't think you have to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, thank you so much. And Mr. Yeah. Khalid and Mr. Rauf, thank you so much for the wonderful opportunity to be part of this podcast, Palindrome, okay. and we look forward to working with you and exploring possibilities for more businesses to be benefited and wishing okay. you all the best. Thank you, Dr. Aziza. Thank you. Thank you, and Dr. Just to every person who is listening in, uh, lots of um, blessings and good stuff. All the wonderful things in the world will be is lined up for you. Stay strong, stay connected, and stay in motion. Thank you, right. everyone. Okay. Thank you. And that was the very motivational Dr. Aziza. We hope to have you on the show one day. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay.